Drives one in the air to deep left field. Back goes Pham. Still going. Near the wall. That ball is gone. Home run. Kyle Schwarber. Opposite field. Cubs lead two to nothing. Fowler has just tied the game. A long home run, and it's three to three. The pitch. The 3-2. Fly ball, deep right center field. Back goes Martin. Near the warning track. He's there. He's got it. Cubs win. It's on the way. A swing and a high fly ball right field. This is back to the wall and it's gone. A home run for Carpenter leading off the game. That's a good start. And here comes the next 3-2 delivery, and that ball's hit hard to left field. Back goes the left fielder, Duvall. He jumps, and he can't catch it. He dropped it. He went up against the wall. Tommy Pham has doubled, and that drives in Piscotti, and the Cardinals lead 2 to nothing. Fowler, deep right. This ball is... episode of In Season Sports, the podcast. I'm Canyon Clark here with Scott Clark and Mike Smith. You heard the highlights from the final game of the Cubs series there. Uh, the Cubs beat the Cardinals 4-3. to And you also heard the highlights from last night's game when the Cardinals beat the Reds 9-2. to um, After that Cubs series when the Cardinals got swept in three games, I think everybody pretty much thought it was over. Yep. I, I thought when they went in there, they needed to at least take two out of three. Or they at least needed to win one. Two out of three would have been nice. But when they lost all three of them, it made things really difficult. But what a difference a week can make. Because they went into Cincinnati, they won two out of the first three. This is the third one. Uh, they won the first two, two out of three, three sorry. And uh, they're playing tonight. They're actually playing right now while we're recording this. Um, But... After last night's win, the Rockies lost, the Brewers lost, and the Cubs lost. They gained a full game on all three of them. Two and a half games out of the wild card, a game and a half behind Milwaukee, and five games back at the Cubs for first in the division. <coughs> so you're saying there's a chance. I'm telling you there's a chance. Um, Luke Weaver, again last night. The Dream Weaver. Dream Weaver. He only went five innings on 87 pitches. They could have stretched him to the sixth, but it was already 7-2, to two, so there was no point right. in bringing him out for another inning. But in those five innings, he gave up two earned runs and struck out seven. He went to 7-1 on the season. He's got a 2.05 ERA, so it went up a little bit, but 2.05 is not bad. And I saw an interesting stat today. He's one of the only, it's somewhere around 10. I don't know exactly how many it was. I don't remember. He's on the list of pitchers that have more strikeouts than bases allowed. So he struck out more guys than he's allowed bases. 
not too bad. Small sample size, but hey. That's what Sam said. If he put a little more meat on these bones and stuff, he might. He'll gain some weight. (laughs) He's definitely earned a spot in the rotation for next year. No question. He's been lights out. I think he's earned a starting position. If he. uh, That too, yeah. If they do make the playoffs, he's your third starter. If they make that wild card game, Carlos starts that. If you if it works out that way, because one luxury they don't have of being this way is they can't set up the rotation they want for the postseason. So if Carlos has to start the final game, and it means something, he's got to start the final game. Right. You know, I think. But if it works out, Carlos will start the wild card game in Arizona, which puts Lynn to lead off the series against whoever they would play. It'd be the Dodgers or the. Nationals, depending on whoever gets home field. That's Rangers. closer now than it was a week ago <laughs> as right, well, right? right. <clears throat> and then I think Weaver's your next guy up because you don't know what you're going to get from Walker. And he's your fourth guy. And I think you can go to four-man rotation with those four. Depends well, on if the established, quote-unquote, the establishment think Walker's earned that right or not. <clears throat> oh, Walker's in there, yeah. Because uh, he's done enough this year. To be the number two guy, though, to be the instead number... of the three guy, if you burn Martinez in the playoff game. Well, he's... Play-in game. He'll be your fourth, uh, in effect, though. But, yeah. Martinez... Or, not Martinez. Walker has done enough in the front office's eyes that I think even he's going to have a starting spot next year, too, in the rotation. And they, he's had enough good games, and he's not been hurt this year. He's going to make 32 starts or whatever. He's going to be around 165 innings, which isn't what you want because he hasn't had all quality starts. But, I mean, 32 starts, 32 starts. Now, with that said, on uh, where they're at now, two and a half games back, are your hopes for the postseason back? No. No. no? I, I'm, it gives you something Maybe to watch for. Well, yeah, but, but that, I the don't think the possible division, still, depending on how this yeah. series goes with Milwaukee. But we'll get into that actually next. Um, but I, I think Colorado's going to fold. Uh, I told you seven weeks ago to look out for Milwaukee. You kind of shrugged me off, and uh, the old man might be right. I still think, uh, you know, not only does Colorado have to fold, uh, Milwaukee has to as well. We now play, we play them three games. That's right. But we just got done getting our butts kicked in Chicago. In Chicago. In Chicago. So, yeah, my it gives you something to watch for. It gives you just a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. But, uh, nah, no. I don't know. I think my, my thing is on it. It's, we all know how slim the chances still are. I think they got updated today. They have like a 14% chance, which is actually, uh, almost four times what it was two days ago but <clears throat> it's a 14% chance but it's okay to be excited and nervous about these games because baseball is supposed to be fun right. so I think we should just let it be that and not be this pessimistic oh, okay they're out of it whatever I'm done watching them watch the games and have fun watching them it's baseball and there's a lot of teams right now that aren't still in it and the Cardinals I think now are more than just mathematically in it because two and a half games, they've got nine or ten left to play. And they're chasing the Rockies. And they have that, they can control the last series with the Brewers. So. And it it, uh, it depends a lot on this series with the Cubs and the Brewers that starts tonight. Who do you guys 
pulling for. I'm not going to say rooting for because we're not going to root for Absolutely the Cubs. Absolutely not going to root for the Cubs. However, going back to for just a second, right now we got the best of both worlds because mathematically we're still in the, the postseason hunt, all right, for the second wild card. And but but the teams that are not the only thing they got to watch for or go to the game for or whatever is for the future. Let's see who the new kids are bringing up. Let's watch this guy bat that I've been hearing about in the minors or double A AA or triple A or blah blah blah. We have the best of both worlds. We got a triple A club on the field that we're going to get to see next year, and we're still in the playoffs. So, well, I wouldn't say the triple A club, but we got a few guys. Well, you know, six out of nine isn't bad. But at any rate, yeah, I mean, and you're right. But which also goes, I mean, you talk about the AAA guys we got making this difference. What if the front office would have made a move at the trade deadline, right? Right. I don't think we can really be happy with what they've done. Gersh says there's no blaring holes. Yeah, which is. Something we can get into for a long time. <laughs> tell me what he, said. he said the bullpen was the closest thing to a glaring hole. And he's right. The bullpen is, well, he's not right. The bullpen is a glaring hole. Yeah, yeah. The middle of the order is a glaring hole. Center field defense. But you can move some things around That there. one guy that we don't have is a glaring hole. <laughs> right. And that comes with the middle of the order bat. Um, but back to the Brewers and Cubs thing. Our postseason chances, like I said, depend a lot on this series. I uh, could go in either way. If they split, if we win all our games while they're splitting, it's still not the worst thing in the world because that puts us even with the Brewers. Actually, our game ahead of them, half game ahead of them. Who, who are you looking? Who are you rooting for? Well, I'm rooting for, like I said. But what do think, guess, Mike? I hate to say it, but I think Cubbies. I to me the the worst thing that can happen is a split. Right. I think if the Brewers go in there and sweep the Cubs, that puts us within a. A long shot of the Cubs. If the Cubs go in there and sweep the Brewers, then that's really, I think, for Cardinal fans, what you really want to right, see. Right, for us coming into our series with the Cubs. Well, here's here's what I'm thinking about. If the Cardinals win their games, this series is a win-win-win because a split, they catch the Brewers. Uh, three out of four from either team is good. Three out of four from the Brewers. The Cardinals are... Uh, if they go ahead and win their games, like I said, if they take care of business, they're two games back of the Cubs with four at Bush Stadium against the Cubs. So as long as the Cardinals take care of business, this if they win their games while this series is going on, then it's going to be back in their hands to the end of the season. And we'll get into the end of the season schedule a little bit later, but that as long as the Cardinals do what they've been doing and beating yeah. bad teams. Well, what yeah. they said, they have to, Cardinals got to keep winning. Right. They have to keep winning. They mm-hmm. cannot slack off. And what they're doing, they can keep this this ball flying out of the ballpark <laughs> yep. and hitting because we've scored <coughs> more runs in two games than what we did in the Cup Series. Mm-hmm. That's because the 18, Cincinnati Reds aren't 16. the Chicago Cup. Yeah, but if they right, weren't beating the Reds, we'd be oh, well. They should be beating this bad team. Right. You have right. to beat the bad team. You right. got to beat the. You got to beat your. And you got to beat your teams. central division teams. Right. And that's another thing they've struggled with. Right. You can't downplay beating bad teams right now because one, it's September. Two, they're trying to play spoiler, and three, this Reds offense is pretty darn good. Yeah. And then but, you're going to face some tough pitchers with good history in the Pittsburgh series, given they haven't been that great this year. But and Pittsburgh's been struggling. Right. Lately. Right. 
And oh. the I'm going to throw a cliche at you. But there's a reason it's a cliche because it's just true. The Cardinals just kind of take it one game at a time. You can't think about, well, gee, we need to win 12 in a row. You got to think about, okay, we got to win today. When that when you win today, forget about it. You go on tomorrow, okay, we got to win today. If they take that approach, take that mindset, and keep getting good outings from their starters, you're you're right back in it after this series, possibly. And, and the bullpen is <coughs> the bullpen's been coming around. I mean, last two games, you just well, we got in. 37 guys on the roster, you know. Right, but still, right. I mean, they've been showing up. They've been showing up finally. Right. If they would have done this earlier in the <coughs> season, it might be a different story. Oh, it would be. But right now, bullpens, the starters are mm-hmm. kicking it, and the uh, bullpen is showing up and wanting to pitch for them. Yeah, and uh, speaking of the bullpen and the starters, uh, the one starter that's not really been there, who maybe we expected to be, who maybe we didn't, Ricky Flaherty, moved to the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Adam Wainwright was activated uh, a day or two ago, moved to the bullpen. And John Gant is going to take over Flaherty's spot right. in the rotation. Gant's pitched, uh, I think he's pitched well out of the bullpen. Will he handle a starter's role well? Who knows, but it'll be at least get as good as what Flaherty right. was giving you. Right. I think Flaherty's going to be fine. I think he's a big part of your rotation in the future. But right now, when you're trying to win games, it's obviously obviously he's not working. He's giving up yeah. too many runs. But I think definitely Wainwright and Flaherty in the bullpen strengthens the pin. I think Flaherty can be good for three outs. I did hear today, uh, afternoon drive radio host from Denver, say that he thought the Rockies would fold. So, and the Rockies guys are thinking it too. So, the the thing is though, you have to catch the Rockies and the Brewers. So if, right. If you keep winning your games, the Rockies keep losing. That last series is going to be is going to make a big difference. So, another thing I kind of wanted to get into, put all that aside for a minute, since this is we are winding down the year, postseason or not, <coughs> our big free agent signing this offseason, Dexter Fowler. What do you think about his season? Well, right now, he's China. But that's... They talked about it at the postseason game today that I heard that he'd finally got his... A swing down or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's clicking at the right time. He is, and he's healthy, supposedly, and <laughs> and so I mean, if he keeps doing that, that's fine. But we need him to do that all year, right? If we want to be contenders next year, right. if we don't make the postseason, we need players that's going to be healthy all year long. Mm-hmm. I think the question is is going forward. Yes, Dexter Fowler's offensively better now that he's healthy. He's what they thought that he would be. I think defensively, they realize the difference between Wrigley and and uh, Bush. Certainly, if they didn't see it before, they do now. <laughs> so you know, unfortunately, I think for the front office, uh, moving forward, this year's set. You know, Fowler's a center fielder. He's going to bat. You know, third, fourth, or fifth, whatever they wherever they decide to put him. But you know, moving forward, uh, he's not the best option for center field defensively. So, do you set him down and talk to an eighty million dollar a year guy and say, "Oh, by the way, this guy making five hundred and thirty thousand is our new center fielder"? 
You find out if he's a good teammate or not. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, do, do you try to trade him while he has some va- making his own value at the end of the year uh, as part of a bigger deal for a better bat because you don't need a bad center fielder that can't go back on a ball. I mean, I, I've watched Dexter all year long. He, he is probably less than 10% on good what I would call good routes to a baseball, going backward. Yeah, I don't know. We could look at the numbers. I yeah, know I, I don't know what the sabermetrics are, but it's, it's really, really scary in center field. You know, Jim Edmonds has got to be just cringing every time he sees well, Dexter sure. in center field. And then, too, then Dexter's probably think when he was injured, they had that rookie that was doing an excellent job. Yeah. You know, more work with him who would say that, he takes Fowler's place. Well, you got Mater, you got uh, Sierra played pretty Sierra, well. Sierra, you got Tommy Pham, who's who, who can play center. Yeah, Gritchick's uh, a better center Gritchick, fielder than Fowler. Gritchick can play center fielder. So you, you know, Fowler to me is at the best your third best defender in right. center field. Now I'm not saying anything about his bat. That's a whole Fourth different. Best. That's right. a whole different subject, but. Fifth best. I wouldn't call him any better than Sierra. I, I wouldn't Fam, I Sierra. Uh, Fam, Bader, Sierra, and Gridgick are all better defenders in center mm-hmm. field, given Sierra's not on the team right now. Well, he's with the team. He's, he's not, with the team. He's not uh, MLB. He's not a major league player yet. I have some numbers that kind of speak to what we're talking about. Like, offensively, he's at some of his career highs, and he's had a, he's had a pretty good year offensively when you look at his numbers. He's... 265, 365, 497 is what he's slashing. So he's above that 800 OPS as well. His weighted runs created plus of 124 is... So he's 24 above average runs created. And he has a 2.6 war overall. Fowler? On defense... Yes, Fowler. Wow. On defense... uh, What is it? How many homers is it now? 19? 19. I think he's got more than what he's had. He, oh, it's a career high. Yeah. His career high is yeah. 19. I... His his defense, like what we're talking about, negative 14 defensive runs saved. So an average defender is uh, five defensive runs saved, I think. And above average is 10. Gold glove caliber is 15. So he is on the complete opposite of the spectrum from a gold glover. So if he's a gold glover is a 15. He's all the way down and then back up that much in the how, negative side. How do you go negative 14 on <laughs> runs and a 2 on war? And he's war. got a negative 1.2 defensive war because his offense has been that good. Wow. Okay. When he's healthy. Right. I, I think mean, he, he's creating more runs than he's... Maybe they ought to just put him, him on the quote-unquote DL. <laughs> yeah, well, he's been there. Yeah, he's been there. I, I mean, you can't I put mean him on, on the, it now. He's fine. I mean on the <coughs> DL, not, yeah. not the real DL. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I think you move him to – you can't go into next year and feel good about him playing center field every day. Right. I think you have to move him to a corner spot. And it's going to be a hard conversation to have, but that's why they hired Matheny. Right. He's got to – someone's going to have to talk with him about moving him to left field. Throw some cojones and do it. Because he's not going to play right field because his arm's not good enough to do it. And he's not good enough defensively. He's got to play left field and be a guy like Hollander was. You know, without the power, obviously. Different right. players, but uh, kind of play right. defensively. So, let's kind of go back to the playoff picture a little bit. Because, we, like we said, we're right there. The remaining schedules for the Cubs, the Brewers, and the Rockies, and the Cardinals. So, like we said, the Cubs and Brewers both have 
their next four games against each other. Then the Cubs come to St. Louis for four, which will be a big series, hopefully. Right. Yeah. And yeah. hopefully it'll mean something. For the something. Cubs. Hopefully it'll mean something. And then they go, Smurf. They go Smurf. to Cincinnati for three. Then the Brewers, after this series, go to Cincinnati for three. And then they come to St. Louis for three, which, again, could be a big series. And the Rockies start tonight in San Diego for four games. Then they play Miami at home for three. And then they play the Dodgers for three. The Cardinals start tomorrow in Pittsburgh, correct? Yep. Three, three games in Pittsburgh. Three, three games in Four Pittsburgh. with Chicago, and then uh, three with Milwaukee. It's a do-to-die time. <laughs> Every game is a must-win. Yep. You know what time it is, Mikey? It's time for Holy Cow. Holy Cow! Holy Cow! All right. Everybody trends something, and, and we talk about trending, so here, here's a little trend for you. Matheny took over in 2012, right? We all know that. In 13, we go to the World Series, where we lost three straight to lose the World Series. In 2014, we go to the NLCS, which is a championship series, which is one less than the World Series, and we lose that by losing three straight games. In 2015, we go to the NLDS, which is the division series, which is one less than the championship series, which is one less than the World Series, and we lose that by losing three games in a row. And obviously everybody knows in 2016, we lost by one, lost going to the postseason by one game, and who knows about this year, but if that's not a scary trend, if you look at that, it's World Series, Championship Series, Division Series, missed the playoffs, uh, where do we go from here, under 500? <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, Matheny taking over, as much as he has something to do with the bullpen and not pulling starters and that, is also bad timing for him because if you look at those teams, they've progressively gotten worse roster. The roster has progressively gotten worse. You look at this roster, I don't care if you have – the only thing that makes this roster what it should be competitive is the fact that the Cubs haven't been good all year. But you can get – Tito Francona to manage this roster, and you might get 85 to 90 wins, 87 wins. It's just as much the roster to me as it is the manager. I'm not necessarily being Matheny. I think you look at from the top down and say, okay, boys, this is the trend. I mean, it's a trend. Mm-hmm. All right. yeah, I mean, this is, it's a five-year trend. It's not a fluke. It's not a blip. It's not a bloop. You can look and see. We went from the World Series to worse, to worse, worse to, to worse, worse, to yeah. worse. So... Yeah, last Saturday I was watching college football. I usually just watch one team on college football. It's Notre Dame Irish because I'm a big Irish fan. But since Cardinals already played, and so I got into the Florida and Tennessee game. Mm-hmm. Man, Florida, I thought, well, it's not going to be much, 20 to 7. All of a sudden, Tennessee come back. Well, with nine seconds to go, I thought, well, we're going to overtime. And... Holy cow! The Florida quarterback stepped back, threw a 63 perfect pass to the guy, and Florida won 26 20. 63 yards? 63 yards! I think Tennessee defense fell asleep or something. <laughs> you think? 
Yeah, that's a pretty good pass. Yeah, that was good. Sixty-three yard. I go. Who was the last play of the game? Hail Mary. Last oh, play, Hail nine Mary. seconds. Oh, Hail yeah. Mary. Do or die. It was do or die or overtime, but the guy was wide open in the end zone, and he caught it. And they won. He the got game. it and won the game. Oh, Tennessee yeah. was foot away from. I don't know if the Tennessee defensive coordinator got fired or whatever <laughs> happened. <laughs> they fell asleep. Okay, you all, we all remember Joe Maurer, right? Oh, yeah. He's not the name he once was, but he won the 2009 MVP. He was a really, really good catcher for a good, uh, I'd say, five, six, seven-year span there. But you don't hear anything about him anymore. Okay, he's 34 years old. But this season, his slash line is 307, 384, 422, and 133 games. So it's not like a small sample size he's been hurt either. He's got 34 doubles, an OPS plus of 116, and he's only struck out 76 times. 76? 76? This is the, maybe the quietest, best year from a, a guy that used to be, well, obviously he won MVP in 2009. He was MVP caliber, but no one hears about it anymore on one of the quiet, the best quiet Teams, the Minnesota Twins, because they're in line to win the wild card right now. Uh, yeah, they're bad. And you don't Yankees hear anything. <laughs> you don't hear anything about them. Either. Did he win a Gold Glove? Well, yeah, mm, I believe so. Uh, and you've noticed Jason isn't here, so that wraps up the holy cow. He doesn't have one for us today. Um, I don't know how you're listening to this right now, uh, but you can f- listen to us on the SoundCloud.com. You can listen to us. You can find us on the iTunes Store. And subscribe there. Uh, you can also check us out on Twitter at InSeasonSTL. We always share everything there. Um, you can check us out on Facebook, In Season Sports, and you can check me out on Twitter at CanyonClark1 and read all my Cardinal stuff. You can also do that at TheSportsJunkies101.com. And that's episode eight. Thanks for listening. I want you to know it's over. Well. Bye.